0: Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of the Goshen News Sports Podcast. This is your Goshen News sports reporter, Evan Lepak, and with me, as always, sports editor of the Goshen News, Austin Huff. How you doing today, Austin?
1: You know, I'm hanging in there. Evan. thanks for asking. um, It's hot. It's very warm, like seven inches from the midday sun, you know?
0: Did you get it? Did you get the reference? You say that, and uh, I walked outside I was like, wow, this is uh, This is what 97 feels like
1: Yeah, hey, by the way, before we get Into the show, I want to give a shout out Happy birthday to Glenn Oh yeah. Mr. Mr. (laughs) Lepak Wow, you forgot (laughs) I texted your dad Happy birthday today, man Facebook reminded me, I don't know your dad's Birthday offhand, but
0: Oh Yeah, I texted him already
1: It's your dad's birthday, I texted him this morning when I woke up I was like, "Hey, happy birthday, Glenn!" And he was like, "Thanks, Austin." That was it. And we had actually there were more words I forgot. It wasn't anything important.
0: He, he didn't even respond to like, my text. Like good old, like good old,
1: <laughs> like uh, like dad, like the dads that we are. We started talking about the weather. So yeah, uh, it was 100 degrees up here. It's probably not much cooler up here than it is down there. I mean, it might be cooler in Florida today than it is in Indiana with the heat index.
0: It's decently humid here too, right now, honestly. Yeah. It wasn't it's not as bad as it is down there, but uh I definitely felt some, some moisture in here. It's
1: very soupy feeling. That's why I call it a soupy feeling. So tell you what, playing golf in this weather is probably really tough. So
0: But people are doing it.
1: Yeah. And that's our transition to the state golf meet. How about that? You like that? How about that? Wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. I should have just let it go. I shouldn't have uh, noted that that was the transition to the state golf tournament, but it is. So, um, yeah, we have the state golf tournament going on today, the boys' golf state tournament, um, and we have two individuals playing today, and they actually already finished. We we decided to record after uh, they finished up, so we could have full analysis of their round. Um, the from, rounds from the online, yeah, from the online of <laughs> watching the your scorecard card online. Yeah, shout out Golf Genius, <laughs> um, Braden Miller, the freshman from Fairfield, he shot a 77, five over par, and Northridge Jr. Brock Reschley shot a 78. They actually were paired together, that was pretty cool. Nice of the IHSA to do that for us. Um, as of as, now, as of now,
0: tied for 25th keeps changing.
1: Yeah, they've moved up a little bit.
0: Braden so. Miller is 25th and uh, Brock Rushley's is tied for 35th.
1: Seems like everyone is kind of struggling a little bit with the heat. There's not like a low number out there yet. Some one-unders, some two-unders on that scoreboard, but uh, nothing crazy. At uh, this regardless, moment? regardless though, it's
0: well, one one-under. That's it. That and it. then and then we have four even pars.
1: Yeah, as of 3.06 of p.m. Eastern on Tuesday of the first round. That's the, so, like, it's a, it's a jumbled-up leaderboard, you know. In theory, if you play well tomorrow, you might put yourself in position, but it's going to be equally as hot tomorrow. So the weather looks like it's kind of negating a lot of, like, record-breaking scores just because it's so hot. Um, you know, fatigue is obviously even, – even, like, as something as relatively stress-free as playing golf, like, you're, you're outside for five, six hours. Like, that's miserable.
0: And you're still thinking about that mental I mean that mental aspect you're like, "Wow, I'm hot." it's mm-hmm. just like you keep baking for right. hours and hours and hours whether yeah. whether you're doing like physio- like super physical activity or not, obviously, you're swinging a golf club and walking around, but you're gonna be yeah you know, it's gonna take it out of you whether if you're in the heat that long, so yeah. I'm I mean, sure they're staying hydrated though.
1: I've been outside for like five, six minutes total, let, let alone five, six hours. And I'm, I'm dying. I'm already done. Like, I've, I've had enough today. So, you know. Um, but, yeah, it looked like Braden. they both started on the back nine and uh, together. And uh, Braden Miller was plus two with about four holes to go. It looked like he might be going into the clubhouse with a decent score. Uh, then he went bogey, double bogey on six and seven. That's not – Not great. Uh, Rallied for a birdie on nine to end his day, so he did. He did go into the clubhouse with some momentum, but uh, you know, obviously, he was at plus two, plus one, kind of the whole day. So to uh, go into the plus five, it's got to be a little frustrating. I I would bet for him. So,
0: especially in the last few holes, right? Just yeah, that's that's the worst worst position to end up with a double bogey is the last couple holes. When I mean, you had gotten you gotten through all. All sixteen or seven or sixteen holes at that point, you're in a decent position going into day two. You just make a make a couple mistakes, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, and and Reschley too. He he struggled. He had moments of uh, his scorecard was a little more variable than uh, Miller's but in terms of like he had a lot of bogeys, one mm-hmm. double, but a couple birdies. Like Braden was mostly pars, a lot of pars, and he was Reschley was kind of a little more all over the place. Um, finished mm-hmm. with the seventy eight, like we said. So, he's six over. Um,
0: and they both only had one birdie each?
1: No, uh, Rushley had two. Two? Yeah, he birdied 17 and he birdied, birdied number two.
0: Where is the other
1: circle? Two and 17. Oh. Is... The scorecard.
0: Yeah. The last two holes were cut off for some reason. Yep, that's the other That's the other circle. There we go. So, had yeah, two birdies.
1: Yeah. And Braden had one at his last mm-hmm. hole. So... Um, you know, we'll see where they're at. Actually, you know, obviously, at the end of the day, um, in terms of the leaderboard, um, you know, if they're if somehow they're within a couple shots, maybe, you know, like they got a chance to if they got they got to shoot well, I mean, they got to play their best round of the year tomorrow. And the field is obviously very good down there. It's a state meet; you expect to be playing against the best. So, a lot easier said than done, but you never know. So,
0: they're within a few shots. We might head down there.
1: Going to depend on how uh, much everyone else is playing. I mean, the guys that are finishing up right now are in the dead of the heat. I mean, this is this is the hottest going to be all day right now. Mm-hmm. Braden and, and Rushley got the advantage of playing their front nine in you know not cool conditions by any stretch, but cooler conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, so playing it starting at eight or nine a.m. like they got to you know not only be playing in eighty degrees and ninety degrees for the first couple hours instead of a hundred and ten.
0: Sorry.
2: 110
1: <laughs> Heat index of 110 What? Yeah the, fr- the humidity The feels like The feels like The, the humidity like is like 10. 110, 115
0: Is there a, I didn't feel much of a breeze unfortunately There's no breeze out. No breeze <laughs> I was steady. like it's always so windy here And of course it's like super hot And there's no wind mm-hmm.
1: Yeah the one day you want wind There's no wind
0: It's super annoying I agree This weather out here man It's crazy like, to like you said, you never know what to expect. We got all
1: of our wind on uh, Monday night with those rainstorms, so.
0: And then last night, yeah, those thunderstorms. hmm I didn't really get the brunt of it in Elkhart, but it sounds like a lot of Goshen did.
1: Yeah, a lot of people don't have power, so. And
2: yeah. it's hot. And it's hot. So if you don't it's have power It's a bad right day I yeah. have power. That's tough.
1: Yeah, yeah I'd, rather, I'd rather it almost be too cold than too hot, to be honest, if I didn't have my power.
0: I'll just go find a public pool, mm-hmm. go swim, go for a swim.
1: I mean, I lost my power in the middle of a snow blizzard, you know, in February, and I just went to your place for a couple hours, so. Yeah, I remember. That was fun. <laughs> that was very exciting. Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, Miller and Rashley made it to state because of their regional performances. Mm-hmm. Um, now they're, now they're was able to advance as a team. Unfortunately, Fairfield and Northridge and Goshen, our three area teams, fell short In that regard, but I mean, it's because not that they played poorly. I mean, Northridge shot a three twelve, which was their best placing all year, best team score all year. But Mm -hmm. Leo with a two ninety five, and then Penn and Warsaw two ninety eight each to get out. That's that's impressive shooting, especially at the Black Horse at Swan Lake. So it's not an easy course to play.
0: So yeah, (laughs) it wasn't it wasn't a factor of them doing poorly because I thought they were very. I mean. Even keeled across the way. Everyone shot how you'd want them to shoot. It was just that, you know, they had they had multiple teams in front of them that really had great days as well. More experience. More experienced programs used to, you know, that kind of success. So but sixth place out of eighteen teams in regional for Northridge, I mean, I I would take that. That's something to build on. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and Rushley is still a junior, so he's going to be your lead guy next year. You graduate Ty Miller, but um and a couple other guys too, but Rushley is the lead the lead guy. In theory, you, you feel good with having him back at the top of your lineup. Hostetler Twins too coming back. So mm-hmm. um yeah, I mean, Rushley shot 73 at the uh, regional, Miller shot 71 at the regional, hit 17 out of 18 greens. That's pretty amazing.
0: And uh, apparently could have Gotten under seventy pretty easily yeah. if he just would have make a couple putts. Hit some putts.
1: Seems like the putter is is uh, if he has a weak part of his game, it's the putter. Kryptonite. Yeah.
0: But I have a feeling that's going to improve since he's only a freshman. Right. So he'll 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 get that down. I'd imagine this off season is going to be a uh, the focus is going to be a lot of putting. I would imagine.
2: Yeah,
1: he's going to go play mini golf. That's it. Just mini golf this whole year. Play some putt putt. Yeah. That's gotta be able to improve your actual golf putting. I right? love
0: playing putt putt.
1: I like putt putt too. You
0: yeah, had any hole in ones in your day playing Probably. playing the mini golf?
1: Probably, yeah.
0: Any uh annoying clowns that you took out with a no. with a club? No. No.
1: <laughs> no. Not not that I can recall. I mean,
0: Happy Gilmore reference. Happy for-
1: Gilmore is also a golfer on Bloomington South High School. I don't know if you saw that story but that's his name his name is um landon gilmore but people call him happy gilmore he's got it on his bag and everything so like there was a moment earlier today where happy gilmore was second place in the state tournament he's actually pretty good he's like a really good golfer like he shoots he shot 72 in the regional plays for bloomington south who's a really solid team like he's legit but his name is happy gilmore does he do
0: the happy wind up
1: I, yes, he actually said that he can do it. So, oh, he doesn't do it like all the time obviously, but he, he said in the story, I read the story, he was like, "Yeah, if I uh if I if I warmed up a little bit with that I could probably like do it. Like I could get it." So, he actually knows how to do it. But he also knows how to actually drive the golf ball too. So,
0: and that's awesome.
1: I kind of hope he wins the state title. Like just once. He's a sophomore, so he's got two more <laughs> cracks at it after this year if he doesn't get it.
0: Where's he at? He's tied for 11th. And his name is Happy on the thing.
1: Right, he just goes by Happy Gilmore. Like, That's amazing. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, I'm, I'm glad you told me that. I would have been super confused. Yeah, no, he...
1: that's a real name. That's a real person. His birth name is Landon, according to the story that I read, from the Indianapolis Star. So, tied for shout time out Kyle. Shout out Kyle Nutter up for that story. Um,
0: they keep going down.
1: The Shooter McGavin Twitter account has tweeted about him. So, This um, guy? Yeah. This player? And Happy Gilmore, yeah. Because ha- the Happy Gilmore kid was trying to like qualify. He went to some U.S. Open like qualifier or whatever, and uh, it was tweeted out, like there's a kid named Happy Gilmore trying to qualify for the U.S. Open, and the Shooter McGavin Twitter account quote tweeted it being like, tell him I want to meet him at the ninth green at nine. So... It's a reference from the movie. Just remember that.
0: Currently the worst person is twenty nine over par. Okay. I just wanted to see what, like what the, what the how bad it's getting. I mean that guy must just be having a really bad day. It's <laughs> tough.
1: Still breaking a hundred.
0: I see yeah. No,
1: actually it's not the one oh one. Yeah, so. it's a one oh one. Sorry. Uh okay, so we'll see how Braden and uh Brock do tomorrow. Wednesday. The
0: numbers are still going down. It's twenty fourth and thirty third now.
1: They're going to be leading the tournament by the time yeah. we get done <laughs> taping this podcast because we're going to Carmel. <laughs> so yes, uh, I mean I don't mind a trip to Carmel. So okay, um, that's that's boys golf. Uh, let's talk about Northwood Athletics. They've made a couple of big hires in the last 24, 48 hours or so. Um, new girls basketball coach. New girls golf coach. Uh, Where do you want to start, Evan? Which sport do you want to go with first? Golf. Golf. We'll do golf. Uh, Kirsten Schrock is the new girls golf coach at Northwood. 20 years old. I said
0: golf really weird. Sorry. Golf.
1: I guess that works. We just talked about boys golf. Let's talk about girls golf. Mm -hmm. Kirsten Schrock, 20 years old, graduated from Northwood in 2020, is now the head coach of the Northwood girls golf program. Uh, Kind of a surprise, in a sense, given her age. Obviously, she knows the program. She knows former coach Adam Yoder well. Um, She's volunteered teaching in the middle school for years, so she knows the program. Like She knows the young kids that are coming up. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, 20 years old, that's crazy for a program that's been, you know, you can make the case it's been the best program in this part of the state for the last 5, 10 years, Mm -hmm. Um, especially in Michiana. It's either been them or Penn. You know, and then he bring in like Homestead from from Fort Wayne. Um, made the state tournament four years in a row. You know, sixth place in 2019. Schrock was a senior on that team a 2019 team. Um, so yeah, like her, she has the accolades. It's just kind of crazy to like a 20 year old is coaching. Like it's the first time I've ever been seven years older than a varsity head coach in my life.
0: In so, a lot of ways, it makes sense. You it know, does. the familiar. I can't say I'm, I'm going to try, try to say Familiarity Familiarity Yeah Okay ready nope. Nope. Familiarity Familiarity <laughs> Familiarity There we go Familiarity Boom But yeah it just makes sense It doesn't even matter That she's 20 20 I'm having a terrible day 20 years old I'm having a terrible day here The heat's getting it's to It's the heat It's
1: warm in this room It's warm outside 20
0: years old well, She's familiar with the program years.
1: Remember that song That terrible song Once I was 20 years old, my mama told me, go make yourself some friends or you'll be lonely.
0: It's kind of sad. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Kirsten Schrock is making some friends. (laughs) Way to depress me. But I mean, she could really mold this program into her own, right? 20 years old, she could be here for a while.
1: In theory, yeah. Yeah, if she wants it. I think it's
0: great. I understand she's 20 years old, but... Why not give her a shot?
1: And she's a good golfer. I mean, she went to Taylor University for a couple semesters. Um, she just decided that college wasn't her thing, and that's fine. And it seems like everyone's pretty chill with that. Like, Taylor Golf gave her a shout-out on Twitter today, you know, congratulating her on getting the job. So, like, it doesn't seem like there's any bad blood or any ill will there, you know. Um, so uh, she just needed to come home, and she's now she's going to be getting a chance to lead a program that's, you know, it's got all the infrastructure. It's ahead of a lot of programs in this area. They've got a good feeder program, five freshmen coming in, a couple seniors already, including her sister, Kira. So mm-hmm. she will coach her sister as a head coach this year. Uh, Some that's, big
0: shoes to fill, though.
1: Yeah. I mean, Adam Yoder, he did a lot. He did a lot with that program. I mean, when he took over in 2008, it was nothing. And uh, in 14 seasons, he went to state six times, six sectionals. Uh, they have the NLC record for most wins in a row they won 57 straight dual matches in a row um, between 2011 and 2019 they only got snapped stamped by Concord um, in 2020 mm-hmm. uh, when yep. Concord went to state also shout out again our intern Bell Brunner on that team for Concord two weeks in a row Belle Brunner shout outs
0: we're just gonna find a way to, to do find a way every to work week her
1: every show yeah she'll be a guest next week probably knowing our luck um,
0: you guys can uh, recap your trip to oh, McCormick. The, the McCormick Creek mm. No, yeah, it we could don't be fun. Do, we don't need to do that. We don't need to. Do let's that. just hope that uh, Braden and Brock keep keep falling, so you don't yeah, have let's, to part let's this Get him pit. in the
1: top ten, so I can go down to Carmel. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, um, I was making a great point. You distracted me that I have to focus on my own golf game. Uh, no, yeah. So anyway, Adam Yoder, they went. I mean, they went sixty nine and one the last eleven years in the NLC. Like, it's pretty good. It's That's nice. Pretty pretty. It's nice. It's a very nice record. Yes. yeah They won the NLC outright, you know, seven, six, seven times, you know, including winning the conference tournament. So, like, this program was pretty much nothing in 2008 when Adam took over, and it's become legitimately one of the better programs, regardless of sport, in the area. I mean, that's one of the things you kind of have started to expect, right, death taxes and... Northwood Girls Golf. Like, it's pretty much, in my four years here, they've made the state of tournament every time. So, it's like, I know first weekend of October, like, they're going to be there. Mm-hmm. Might not go there this year. It's going to be interesting. The, the roster turnover, uh, losing Simple Stilson, losing Brie Goss, those are two ace players. Right. You know, so, like, you're going to probably by default have a little bit of a regression. But, I mean, they still Probably will won't be,
0: last, though. Probably they, won't last. They,
1: yeah, and they'll still be a contender in the NLC. And they'll be a contender, I think, to win the sectional. You know, it's just a matter of will they get out of the regional? That's the question now. So mm-hmm. that'll be interesting. It will be. Anything? Uh, anything else uh, about girls' golf? Kirsten Schrock.
0: Well, we have to discuss the other Northwood hire.
1: Yeah, I was going to say we're going to we're going to put a bow on the girls' golf talk, and then we'll talk about Taylor Burkhart.
0: Yes, you were there. Press conference today. There was a press conference on Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon. Yep
1: with Taylor Burkhardt, the new Northwood girls' basketball head coach, uh, 31 years old. He's a 2010 graduate of Tippecanoe Valley. He The Vikings. What? The The Vikings. There you go. Yes. You finally learned all the nicknames. Yes. That's good. He most recently was a boys' basketball assistant at Bremen High School. This will be his first ever head coaching job, first time coaching high school girls' basketball as well. Uh, he seemed to think that won't be an issue. He's a uh, elementary PE teacher, so he's worked with girls and females. You know what I mean? So like, what are you well, saying? there's like, well, like, no, like, there's. Sometimes. I think there's still a weird thing where like people are like, oh, if you've only coached boys, like coaching girls is different, or vice versa. It's gonna be an adjustment or something. Yeah. yeah. So like, that was a question asked about you know that, and so. I mean, not, it's different
0: styles of game. It is a different speed style. Speed of the right. game. Right. So it's an adjustment in some aspects from a coaching standpoint. I'm sure. Yeah. But it's probably not going to be a big deal after a little bit. You know, gets a few right. weeks under his belt, a few I'm couple not games. About it. You yeah. know, so.
1: I'm not concerned about. It. He seems pretty confident. Um, you know, he's from the area his whole life, so he knows what Northwood girls basketball historically has meant. To this area, I mean, two state championships, mm-hmm. multiple regional, sectional. Steve Neff, the all-time winningest girls basketball coach in the state. Um, Burkhardt's only the fifth coach in program history. The program has been around for like forty-five years. Like it's that's just what Neff did there, and then Adam Yoder inheriting it and taking it to the state title as well. Um, but it's an uphill battle. I mean, six and thirty-six. The last two seasons under Mark Heater. Um, Heater stepped away a couple of months ago due to health concerns. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally respect the move. I understand. You know, he's got cardiomyopathy. Like, great guy, by the way. Yeah, good guy. No one, no, no one. It's not an issue of him being a, a bad guy. You know, he just has health issues and he's take care of. It. I respect that. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I like this Burkhart guy. He came off pretty confident in the press conference today. Uh, it's really hard to lose a press conference. I feel like, especially the introductory, Like, just don't say anything stupid. How long did it last? About 15 minutes.
0: Did you take questions with him at the podium? Or was it like a circle afterwards? It
1: was a table. There was just a table. It wasn't like, he didn't like stand up there and give like a whole thing, whole speech. It was just Roman Smith, the AD, and him sitting at a table. And they're like, okay, like Roman made a statement and then we opened it up to questions. That was it. So it wasn't like a gaggle.
0: Did you have to raise your hand or is it just no, like it you just talk? No, it was just free willing it. Boom. We're
1: just, just going to ask.
0: Nice. Nice. So, Those are the best. They are. So just go for it.
1: Yep. Um, so yeah, he met the players af- afterwards. So uh, I think he'll be fine. I just did a lip smack. Sheila would have hated me for doing that. Does a strong smack. It was bad. People are going to hear that. They're going to be like, "Wow." I didn't even notice it before, almost. I I took me a second because I hadn't done that in forever on this podcast. I feel like so. I yeah. used to do that. I know it would bug Sheila pretty bad. Yeah, it would bug Sheila a lot. So.
0: But been. Much more cautious about that.
2: Mm-hmm. So. so
1: yeah, um, yeah, I think it's a good hire. We'll see. Only He's time young. will tell. He'd like to. He'd like to be able to save for a little bit. So who knows?
0: Only time will tell with both of those hires. Yeah, because neither of them are like super, like experience based. So,
1: I mean, Burkhart's been coaching boys basketball for a while, a little bit now, a while since you know. So. He would be uh, – he. Yeah. the one is interesting. One more interesting one. I feel like with Shrock. I mean, obviously, she knows the program, but being so young, she wants to, like, go back to college at any point or, you know, I don't know. It could be – that one's interesting, so.
0: That's true. She could decide, yeah, I'm going to leave mm-hmm. after, like, a year or something.
1: Yeah, like, I need to go back to college or I want to go back and do something, like finish my schooling somewhere or whatever, you know, so – but. I think they're both good hires, so... I don't think I would say if they were bad hires either, to be honest, so... Yeah, Roman, (laughs) you did a terrible job, like, horrible coaching. Wow. Yeah, awful. No, these are good... How did you get
0: this AD position?
1: Both both people come off as good people, and I know Kirsten from watching her playing career, watched her junior and senior years, so...
0: It's cause you've been around a long time.
1: Only four years. No, don't <laughs> play that game with me. Don't play that game. She is not that's not one of those people where I've been around a long time, okay? So it's not like it's not like Kirsten Schrock's daughter is coaching the team now. You know what I mean? She doesn't have a daughter, but Austin awesome like, Off
0: has been the Goshen News for fifteen years now. Uh <laughs> four.
1: Coming in on four. Thank you. Um Let's run through a couple other local notes. Girls golf again. This is like what are we in mid-August right now? Girls golf notes are everywhere. Uh, Tara Bossler resigned as Concord head coach. That was a little bit of a surprise. Kind of came out of nowhere Monday afternoon. Uh, seven seasons leading the Minutemen.
0: Did her daughter graduate though?
1: Her daughter did graduate. But usually, I, I thought like maybe they, if if she had resigned, like it would have happened in like November. You know when like the season ends over and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Right when the girls season ended. It feels weird to do it, announce it. You know, I mean they're don't want to scare anybody, but they're six weeks away from starting their season. August August 1st. Like it's it's coming sooner than you think. Like we have this last little break here from high school sports, but it's
0: Dave Preheim's on it. It's
1: right here. He's gotta hire someone very quick. Very quickly. So
0: if anyone can do it, it's that guy.
1: Preheim is not he does not mess around with his hires. Mm -mm. Concord has been the most efficient in making their coaching hires, I feel like, in the last a couple years I've been here so took Northwood like eight months to hire a girls golf coach and you know so
0: Dave's middle name is proficient proficient yes (laughs) all right Dave proficient you can you can catch (laughs) Devin at the Chuckle Hut every Thursday (laughs) afternoon
1: uh two to four so
0: I'm a chuckly guy
1: yeah you could say that um people are
0: gonna be chuckling at me on Monday when mm -hmm. I'm like Struggling on our show to say <laughs> words. Well, that's why I wrote a television script. So. I know there's going to be a teleprompter, but it doesn't mean I'm used to what reading. Are you? reading well,
1: we're going to go, do a run through, man. We got to do at least one run through before we.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: So, if you're wondering what we're talking about, we're talking about the Goshen New Sports Awards. We talked about this a little bit last week. We plugged it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to plug it again because we released our finalists for each award. Oh, we are not going to read them all off right here. That would take another 20 minutes um just go mm-hmm. to our website com slash sports it's also the pin tweet on our tgn sports twitter account also my pin tweet currently uh my twitter account at austin huff tgn somewhere
0: on mine because i retweeted you it. retweeted it yeah
1: <laughs> um to check out the nominations 14, cate- 14 category 14 categories, seven different awards given out um or four, seven awards, 14 categories, whatever you want to break it down, male and female winner for each category, mm-hmm. um, three nominees each. So we will be uh, taping the show at the Goshen College Globe TV Studios. Uh, special thank you to the Goshen College uh, Communications School of Communications staff, Dwayne Stolzfus oversees the whole thing, Jason Samuel, the radio guy, 911, The Globe, Uh, Kyle Hufford I believe is his last name I I should have double checked that before I sat down I'm sorry Kyle I know your name's Kyle I'm in the Indy 500 Um, and he he runs the television department part of it so Mm. uh, thank you very much to those people for letting us come into their studio and uh, we will be filming our show Monday this Monday June 20th and then we will be posting it to the world 6 o'clock Monday night June 20th check it out should be on our website Trying to get it on the YouTube page as well. We do have a YouTube page, believe it or not, for Gosha News. Um,
0: throw it up on the Twitter.
1: Throw it up on Twitter. It'll be on Twitter. It'll be on Facebook. It'll be on every social media platform your heart desires.
0: So you won't be able to miss it.
1: Yeah, if you miss it, it's on you. Mm-hmm. Just saying. It's going to be the pinned tweet on all of our stuff. Gosha News Facebook page, Gosha News Twitter. Forgot the award finalists are also the pinned posts on the Goshen News Facebook page. So there you go. You, if you missed the, the finalists for these awards, I'm also tweeting them out every day, tweeting out individual ones every day until we get to the show. So there you go. Smart, trying to get the get the pub going. So it's
0: not a bad idea. Mhm.
1: So yeah, Monday, June twentieth. Check it out. Six p.m. Hopefully, that's the plan get it online at 6pm I've been saying that enough knowing our luck I'll like have just ultimately jinxed this like everything will break and Then we'll get it up the next day show we'll get it up we won't actually be able to do a show we're gonna have to like put a press release out <laughs> Here, here's our winners sorry for the dramatic non dramatic works for me yeah I know it works for you <laughs> come on man it's not that hard it's not that hard to do TV man especially this it's gonna be controlled setting
0: at least it's not gonna be live or is it live? No, it's not live. Okay. It's not live. So, <laughs> so sorry good. to
1: disappoint anyone who thought it was going to be live,
0: but... Feeling blessed. Now that I know it's not live. <laughs>
1: yeah, so if you mess up, we can hit stop and pre-record, so...
0: Only if I mess up really bad. If it's yeah. like I just, like, stop talking for 10 seconds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, what was what I talking about again? Yeah. Uh, okay, let's talk about... Uh, Omaha. How about that? Why are we talking about the city of Omaha, Nebraska, Evan?
0: Because the Notre Dame baseball team shocked the world. They shocked it. Beating the number one national seed Tennessee Volunteers in Knoxville in the Super Regionals three-game series. After winning the first game 8-6, to six, Getting destroyed in the second game, 12-4. You're thinking, how are they going to come back from this? And then they're down 3-1 in the seventh inning. But then everything turned around. Six runs for the Irish in those last three innings. Great pitching down the stretch. They win 7-3. to And they advance to their first College World Series in 20 years. Mm-hmm.
1: David LaMana. Pretty cool. David Lamana hit the two-run homer to tie it, and then the next at bat was Jack Brannigan, hit it off a tent in left field, solo shot. That was awesome. All of a sudden, it was four-three. I, I think I put on Twitter that I might have said a bad word or two when watching it.
0: Mm, checks out because you say a lot of bad words. I said the word holy and then another <laughs> word, so could be holy
1: Domer. <laughs>
0: multiple, multiple different yeah things there. We're gonna let
1: that open for interpretation. So uh, I was stunned. Sitting on my couch, and then they, you know, did it again in the eighth. And he hit three, had three runs. That was, it was unbelievable. It was um,
0: unbelievable. And going
1: into the going <laughs> into the seventh, like Chase, I wrote a column about it on Sunday. So it's gonna be a little bit of what I wrote about. But like Chase Burns for Nor- for Northridge. Why did I say Northridge? For Tennessee, was like un- like it felt like he was unstoppable at that point. The pitcher, like he was really cruising. You know, the only run Notre Dame had scored at that point was when they got, like, an infield hit, stole second, stole third, and then a ground out brought them home, mm-hmm. right? And they had ran into a couple outs earlier in the game, like, had really bad base running mistakes, Yep. and it was like, ah, like, I respected the aggressiveness for Notre Dame, but, like, they were, like, almost too aggressive. They were running into outs, and it was just, like, you felt like Tennessee was going to break it open at, first inning it felt like it was going to happen the fifth inning it really felt like it was going to happen and they somehow like weathered the storm kept them to three runs and they just somehow like God looked down or something and was like yes like Notre Dame yes you're going to go like to the College World Series I
0: saw the rainbow
1: LaMana hits one over the short wall right and then that bomb by Brannigan to give them the lead. I mean, it was incredible. It was really amazing to watch it happen. Tennessee looked shell shocked. Like, they had no idea what had just hit them. I heard they were 49 and 0 when they led through six innings. This was their first loss when they had the lead after six innings. That's actually insane.
0: Special. It's this like is Team a of Destiny. Group.
1: It's a Team of Destiny.
0: They have to keep winning.
1: We're going to find out, I guess, in Omaha. Uh, yeah, I mean, incredible effort. I mean, cannot be understated the job that Link Jarrett has done in this in two and a half years. I and mean, he came in after the twenty nineteen season, they were nothing. They were never a thought. And the national picture, you know, even being here in my in 2018-19, like no one was like, Oh yeah, Notre Dame baseball, let's go to Notre Dame baseball game. Like never a thought. And now in 2020 they were like, I forgot what their record was before the pandemic shut it down, but they were doing well in their non conference like thirteen and three, whatever thirteen and four,
2: mm-hmm.
1: no guarantee they make the NCAA tournament, but they were going in the right direction. Twenty twenty one, obviously last year, super regional game three, they lose out on the road to Mississippi State, who wins the national title. Like quality loss, I guess you know what I mean. And then this year, they go, they're going to College World Series. Like it's unfortunate that he might go, you know. He, <laughs> they, I don't He's know. He's how... going to do
0: a great job at Florida State. Yeah, I was going to say that the Florida
1: State rumblings have already started, but. Um, you can't understate, overstate. I don't know what the word is. Correct word is there. You can't state enough how much Link Jared has like just changed this program completely in two and a half years. It's unbelievable to watch. So, kudos to him. Kudos to his staff. Kudos to all the kids for buying in. Um, they're they're the darlings of college baseball right now. Who people are cheering for Notre Dame? How weird is that? No one cheers for Notre Dame.
0: Yeah, that's all I saw on Twitter. They're like, "Oh, I never root for Notre Dame, but I'm really happy to see them beat Tennessee." Right, I everyone saw really hated times. Tennessee
2: so much that so they were cheering for Notre Dame.
0: It's because the whole team sucks, a bunch of brats, and the coach sucks. You know, nobody likes them. So everyone's complaining about how. I mean, yeah, they're a great team, but they're super like you know arrogant and stuff. So, and they you know their fan base isn't the greatest either. So. Mm-hmm. You put all that together, it's like a big sand, sandstorm. You know what I mean? A big storm of... The other word I was going to use, I can't use on this word. Uh, on this, you know, cluster. podcast. Yeah, I guess we could use... A, I guess cluster would work. But bottom line, nobody likes Tennessee. Impressive team, obviously. But uh, maybe maybe they got too uh, confident.
1: The karma. The baseball mm-hmm. gods. The karma was there at the end. So
0: So now we got... Texas for Notre Dame first on Friday, seven PM game. Yep. Double
1: elimination for those who, you know, mm-hmm. don't follow this closely. Double elimination tournament. Notre Dame, Texas. Irish are forty and fifteen. Texas is forty six and nineteen.
0: Oklahoma and Texas AM will play each other at two PM. They're on the same side of the bracket. Yep. So
1: basically it's two brackets, mm-hmm. you know, and you gotta survive double elimination. First one to you know, basically, if Notre Dame wins three in a row, they're going to the final championship series. You know, but if they lose, they're gonna have to win four games so uh, to get to the final in some way, shape, or form. tall task. Yeah, you have to, you have to either go three. You can go you can go uh, three and one or like four four and one basically three and oh, three and one four and one. That's those are the paths to getting to the final basically. Mm-hmm. So, and then the other side, you have uh, Stanford versus Arkansas, and then Ole Miss and Auburn, and the other quadrant of teams. So, starts on Friday, June 16th. Final game, potentially, Monday, June 27th. Championship Series starts on that Saturday, the 25th, in Omaha. All from Omaha, Nebraska. Same stadium, the TD Ameritrade field or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I went there as a fan in 2018. It was very exciting. Saw Oregon State beat Mississippi State, and then Oregon State ended up winning the title. So... That was cool. The Beavers. That was the year Arkansas should have won it. I don't even know if we remember foul college World Series often, but Arkansas won the first game against Oregon State, and then in the second game, they had a pop, pop, pop fly ball down the like foul line, and three Arkansas players like all let it drop, like they didn't plan to let it drop. Obviously, it would have been the final out of the game, and then the Oregon State guy drive hits an RBI single in the next pitch, and then the guy after hits a two run homer. Oregon State wins the second game, then they win the next night, 6-0, and that was it. Like, yeah. Arkansas, it's about as close as you can get to winning a national title without winning a national title.
0: I feel like that rings a bell.
1: It's painful. I felt bad for Arkansas. Razorbacks
0: are back, though.
1: I've got a good friend who's a Arkansas fan. He was devastated, so.
0: Razorbacks are back.
1: They are. And Oregon State lost to Auburn, so. They so did. They, the ghosts of past are not there for Arkansas, so.
2: Yeah, should be
0: interesting. Should be fun. It's fun to like. Should be interesting. Should be fun. Should be interesting.
2: Should
1: be fun. Should be fun. Should be interesting.
0: Exciting. Thrilling. uh, Yeah, maybe if they uh, make a run, you might find us in Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha, which would be fun—the home
1: of Peyton Manning—and
0: interesting, as we've touched on. Yeah,
1: not just, not only just fun or just interesting. It's fun and interesting.
0: You think Peyton Manning will be there? Uh, you know, Tennessee lost? Maybe. Maybe.
1: He probably already booked his tickets. He probably already has like a suite rented out, you know? It's Peyton Manning.
0: He has to be there. It's Omaha. Yeah. Omaha. Omaha! So last night, I don't know if you saw, but uh... Monday. National news.
1: Monday night, yeah.
0: The Golden State Warriors... Took a 3-2 series lead over the Boston Celtics at home, out yeah. there in San Fran.
1: I watched the game. Did you watch the game?
0: Spurts of it. I watched I, the whole I didn't game. I not really care that much. But. <laughs> I know you don't. Know. I know you don't.
1: Know. I watched it. I didn't lose my power, so I watched the whole game. That's exciting.
0: I will I will give the Celtics some credit. They made a nice jump there in the second half to begin. They were down double digits at halftime. Came back, took the lead in the third quarter. But uh, couldn't sustain it.
1: That Jordan Poole shot at the end of the third quarter, like 40-footer, banked it in, gave him the Warriors a one-point lead going into the fourth. That was pretty much it. What is it. up with that
0: Jordan Poole guy making these crazy shots? All he
1: does is do that, man. He made one earlier in the postseason. He made one earlier in the finals. It was game two. He made a like a 35-footer at the buzzer. He made one at Michigan in the NCAA tournament. Like, mm-hmm. crazy. He just does That's what he does. He practices that, probably.
0: He knows. Yeah. He has that... Clutch gene, I guess you can say.
1: He hit that big shot. Andrew Wiggins has played really well. How about that, Andrew Wiggins out of nowhere? Not that he out of nowhere. He had a good year this year, but like
0: Draymond Green, eight points. Yeah, B- better than what he's outburst. been doing. It's what an outburst for Draymond Green. <laughs> Steph Curry uh, didn't make a single three, and the Warriors still won by double digits. It's
1: gotta be a good feeling if you're uh, if you're a Golden State. It's
0: because the Celtics were really bad from three too. The both teams were terrible from three last
2: night.
1: The the Celtics were sh- strange. They missed their first 12 threes, and then they made their next eight in a row. Like they were literally like hot or cold. And then they missed their probably like I don't know if they made any in the final couple of minutes. Like once they missed again, they didn't make it again. Does that make sense?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, it doesn't. So
0: that makes total sense.
1: Pulling up the golf standings, by the way. Braden Miller is tied for twenty second. So he's still going down. He's six shots behind. Six shots behind the leader. As of as of three forty
0: two. Yeah, is, is the leader still at one under?
1: Yes. So he's moved up in the standings, but he hasn't actually like gained any ground. So
0: he needs to go to like three over. He needs to finish at three over par. Yeah, with the leader.
1: Yes. So yeah, okay, um, and uh, Stanley Cup. Final.
0: Uh oh, here we go again. The Lightning. Here we go again. So sick and tired
1: of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Said no one ever.
0: I'm sure some people are saying that it's the third, probably, year, third year in a row.
1: Hardcore hockey fans are probably like, "Oh my god," but like they don't really have like a. I mean, I'm a casual NHL fan, but I follow it more than like a casual person, I guess. Like mm. they don't have like a hateable person. There's mm. no one on the team that I'm like oh. That guy, Like, Draymond Green is like that for the Warriors. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, he's a guy you're like, oh, I don't like watching that guy. He's annoying. Like, I can't think of anyone in the light.
0: dude from the Bruins for hockey. I hate that guy. <laughs>
1: Bergeron? Yes.
0: <laughs> he's horrible. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, this is actually going to be a really fun series, I think. The two best teams on either side.
1: First one to five in each game wins, feels like, with their offenses. So. Colorado's
0: the best team in the NHL. Tampa's the two-time reigning Stanley Cup champions. I mean, this has probably been the most anticipated, most exciting Stanley Cup final as for as long as I can remember, maybe over the past decade.
1: Yeah, the last couple have been weird with the pandemic. Obviously, the ones that the Lightning have won. They played the Canadians last year, who weren't that good of a team, but they got hot. And then there was no fans in Montreal. Obviously, the year in 2020, we had the bubble. Mm-hmm. You know, 2019, it was Blues and Blues and Bruins, which was had the cool like Blues hadn't been there forever. They were the worst team in the league in mid January, and then they got hot and they you know went to the final and won it. It's
0: not a not a sexy uh, matchup though. I don't think. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's an when you get an original six in there like Boston, it tends to be bigger. Like it feels like it should be bigger, right? When mm-hmm. like the Blackhawks played the Flyers, like felt like a big series. You know, um, yeah, I mean, this is a pretty pretty big. Like, there's been a lot of new markets getting in this the last couple like decade plus like San Jose was in a final against Pittsburgh, Nashville was in a final against Pittsburgh, Tampa's fairly new market, you know. Mm-hmm. they won two. They went in 15 against the Blackhawks. Um, the Blues hadn't been in the final since their first year, right? So you you are getting some newer markets in this final, which makes it for interesting, you know. Uh, get, I guess, but and Colorado too. Colorado hasn't been in the championship in 21 years. So this is new for us. We were six years old when they wanted the last one. Mm-hmm. So like they're a fairly new market, but they got um
0: They were good back then.
1: They were really good. And mm-hmm. McKinnon they got the young superstar and McKinnon, like that's what helps their that's what drives them, you know, and McCar McCar is amazing too. Gail mm-hmm. McCar. So uh, I'm it should be a great final. This is I, I agree with you. This is one of the more exciting finals I feel like in a while.
0: Avalanche in six though. Wow, <laughs> when get your team. <laughs>
1: You want me to like do you want me to curse the avalanche? I can't say like don't sleep on Colorado.
0: It's just the re- reverse jinx, that's all that's all that is. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I hope it goes I hope it goes at least six. I don't I don't really care who wins. I guess like if Tampa wins, like I always like kinda jokingly say like if your teams win, like it makes me it makes my job a lot easier, so I can just like, you know, you're happy, so you're easier to deal with. So if the lightning win, you know.
0: I'm never hard to deal with. I don't feel like usually
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no you're not you're not I'm just giving you a hard time Um, sometimes but anyway so I'll be I'll be cheering for a good series that's what I cheer for at this point none of my teams are good enough to cheer for anymore (laughs)
0: go Cubs Mm. they had an 18-4 loss to the Yankees over the weekend Mm. that was a good time
1: Mm. (laughs) Mm. and they lost to the Padres last night too
0: yeah well Padres are decent the they Anks just keep are the playing. Best, they Anks just keep the best playing. Team in yeah, they just keep playing good teams. That's tough. Tough schedule right now for the Cubs.
1: they're The fifth worst team in baseball, in case you are wondering.
0: Well, they might be the third or fourth after they finish up this next couple yeah, series. They
1: play the Padres and then the Phillies, who have won like ten of
0: eleven. So. Yeah, all you have to do is fire your coach, and that's that's maybe the Cubs should do that.
1: I wish they won't fire David Ross. I think he's fine. He's never been. He hasn't been handed a good, you know, roster. I mean, it was a correction, he has been handed a good roster. It was 2020 when the pandemic shut everything down. And last year they were fine, but they were flawed. hmm I don't want to complain about it too much. It gets me sad. Okay. The Blackhawks <laughs> are bad. The Bulls are okay.
0: Bears are bad. The
1: Bears are bad. The White Sox are bad right now, too. They could be good. The White Sox could be good, but they stink at the moment.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'd expect them to go on a run at some point.
1: It's very depressing to be a Chicago sports fan right now.
0: How about the Chicago Fire?
1: The Sky are playing well. The Sky are the defending WNBA champ. Champs. Whatever. Yep. Okay. Well, that's going to be the end of our show, I guess. We'll end it there. Thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. Uh, make sure to check out the Gosha New Sports Awards show Monday, June 20th. It'll be online in the evening, 6 o'clock. Make some popcorn, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Gather the
1: family around your laptop or connect to your smart TV and, and watch. Evan and I, I'll probably probably like make my hair look pretty. I might, you know, like I might gel, shave it off, put some gel in there,
0: and then get some makeup put on top.
1: I mean, we could we could do the makeup. I can get some. I'm not ashamed. I've bought TV makeup before. Just just normal makeup.
0: I've bought TV makeup before. <laughs> it's just normal <laughs> makeup. Just actually, normal makeup. <laughs> it's
1: just like get some stuff that matches your skin tone and put it on, and you're you're good covers up the pimples and
0: it's cuz the lights.
1: Yeah. I haven't done this in 5 years, more than 5 years.
0: I haven't done it ever. I didn't think I was ever so. going to
1: anchor on television again and now here we are. So
0: you're going to be a natural and I'm going to be a stuttering fool.
1: We got to get we got to get in there on Thursday or Friday or something to run through it. So you feel comfortable. Try to feel a little comfortable as possible.
0: Just picture. Never mind. Anyway, let's go. There's gonna be no one else in the studio, <laughs> just us two, dude. Yes,
1: <laughs> and the cameras. So, so okay.
0: Nobody's running the cameras.
1: They're gonna set them up beforehand, and then they're gonna go out and produce the show. So very good. Okay, that's our show. Tune in next week. We'll have a so we'll, long, we'll everybody. Have a, we'll have a podcast recap of the show too. That'll be fun.
0: Uh, yeah I can't, can't wait for that <laughs> Should we
1: have like someone, wa- like, like someone in our office Watch it And then come on the show And critique how we did Like Doug or Sheila Or someone like that Sure We should try to pitch that to them So Why not Alright We'll, t- uh, we'll have that We might
0: not be here next Tuesday state,
1: state golf recap As well next week And any local stuff Next week too We're so. going to
0: be recording From Omaha
1: Or we could be in Omaha We could be in Omaha No we wouldn't be next week Maybe the week after What Next week Next Tuesday, they're still in like the round-robin part of the tournament.
0: Yeah, you said we'd be there by Wednesday.
1: We could be there by next Wednesday. I don't know, dude. That's it. Goodbye.